0: you're listening to real presence live now back to more inspirational and uplifting stories and a look at the extraordinary things happening in our local area heard right here on the rpr network good
1: morning welcome back to real presence live my name is Jacques daniel i'm here with sister
2: sarah cowell from sctjm
1: sctjm in the house we are here at the (laughs) chancery offices downtown rapid city it's warming up. It's warming up every moment, four degrees. We're getting there.
2: We're above zero. That's <laughs> that is a feat today. <laughs>
1: uh, it was a long, crazy cold weekend, but we're here warming up. We've been warming up uh, the radio waves with some beautiful conversations this morning, mm-hmm. and, uh, and we're going to keep rolling.
2: Yes, we've got a wonderful guest, Dr. Chris Bergwald from the Diocese of Sioux Falls, who is the Director of Adult Discipleship and Evangelization. Welcome, Dr. Bergwald.
3: Good morning, guys. Uh, uh, Jacques, I have to say, you sounded a little bit desperate, and it's warming <laughs> up slowly. Or, or maybe it's just, your lips have a hard time moving still because of the sprinting cold that we've been enduring for, I think, months at this point is what it feels like.
1: Yeah, you know, it's sad. Um I'm kind of stuck in this room. I didn't 2 minutes isn't really a long time for uh, a little break. <laughs> and so my coffee has slowly been getting colder and colder. So I'm, <laughs> I'm trying to I'm trying to stay positive here. There we go. There we go. <laughs> well, we're talking this morning with you, you, you know, you are no um you know, are no stranger to the Real Presence Radio Airways, but we want to chat this morning about uh, something that's coming up soon in the Diocese of Sioux Falls, yeah. and open to the open to the World Wide Web, uh, your school of missionary discipleship. So we, especially from the Diocese of Sioux Falls, but all over the church, we've been t- hearing this phrase, missionary disciples, and uh, what is it? What is this? What is this missionary discipleship about?
3: Oh, yeah, that, that's that's a great question, Jacques, and that's a very, I think, important question. One of the most important questions that we get ask. what is this missionary discipleship all about? Um, you know, I, I think for us as Catholics, uh, we're not always—the idea of discipleship, is, is, uh, until recently— hasn't really been part of our, our, our conceptual lingo, the way that we normally talk. We talk about um, growing in our faith, we talk about um, religious education, we talk even about faith formation, um, but the idea of discipleship is, well, the language of discipleship, I should say, is a little bit newer at, to me, in my experience, uh, in, in for ordinary, everyday Catholics in the pews. But it really is what our faith has always all, been all about. Um, it's always been about, we just heard this in last Sunday's Gospel, um, with the call of the first disciples, as, as we find it at the beginning of John's Gospel, it's about Jesus calling every one of us to follow him, to have a personal relationship with him. And again, that language is also increasingly familiar, but still for many Catholics, a little bit foreign, Uh, but that's always been what it's all about, to follow Jesus Christ as his disciple, not just in my mind, but all of my being. Um, And then as a missionary disciple, I I, I get to help other people have the same encounter. Hey, I met this guy, he's also God, Uh, I met this guy, and you've got to meet him too because he's changing my life. For some people, a dramatic change. Oh my gosh, he's changed my life. For other people, maybe a bit um, uh, more gentle change, but transformation nonetheless. So missionary discipleship is maybe newer language for a lot of Catholics, but it's been the reality of what it means to be a Christian, frankly, from day one.
2: Mm-hmm. And how? why do you think we've kind of drifted from that call as Catholics more recently?
3: Yeah, I, I, that's a great question, Sister. I think it probably, um, it, it probably, just because our culture in many ways has been um, at least Christian in our, in our country, maybe more Protestant Christian, but Christian for so long, Western culture for you know, almost 2,000 years, um, where we just sort of get into this mindset of, well, just everybody has this, you know, everybody, mm-hmm. it's the cultural air we breathe, um, but the culture has been changing, uh, beneath us. For decades and decades now, and we 're realizing that maybe what was true that what was true in the past uh, is 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 not true today that is the the faith is not being handed on uh, not just to the next generation but within current generations in this way of where people understand so this is about. Uh, me knowing that God knows me personally and desires a relationship with me personally as a part of His family, as a part of His church. Um, again, that was maybe true in the past, but with secularization and and, and so on, some of the intellectual currents of of the last, frankly, couple hundred years, we sort of wait, woken up and realized, oh my gosh, uh, we've got to talk about this more explicitly because there are many, many Catholics, adult and young adult and youth alike who don't realize that this is what our faith is all about.
2: Mm-hmm. And I think many people in the church, when they hear the word mission, they think about, you know, mission ad gentes, right? Going across oh, the yeah. ocean to yep. people that don't know about Jesus Christ. But in reality, uh, the missionary, our missionary call, even more so, is, is right here in our own towns, in our own cities, uh, precisely like like you're saying, right? We don't have so much of a, a Christian culture anymore. And it's always been that way to a certain degree, right? We're always called yeah. to be a missionary in our lives yep. and taking Christ out to others. But I think even more so, we, we live in an age where we're really called to be a missionary to the guy next door, ultimately.
3: Exactly. And, and, that's, and that's what the new evangelization was all about, that mm-hmm. jump off, like inaugurate that language. Vatican II, mm-hmm. really, uh, in terms of the last several decades really called for that sort of engagement within at least what had been a Christian culture, and not just in the part of religious like yourself and priests, mm-hmm. but on the part of the laity in particular, the call to the to lay men and women to engage in the church's mission, the apostolate of the church, was really an important call from Vatican two. Again, it's always been there, but as the church mm-hmm. in her wisdom often does, certain times she reminds us, hey, uh, I know we've talked about this for oh two thousand years, but remember um, this is something that we're all called to do. So for me as a layman, for Jacques as a layman, our do- job is not simply to receive what you as religious and what the ordained have to offer us. We're called to receive, but then to turn around and share that with others as well.
2: Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And I think, you know, when John Paul called for the new evangelization, he called for an evangelization that was new and ardor expressions and methods, right? And it looks like what you're doing with this School of Missionary discipleship, you're answering that call uh, to be new in art or expression and methods. So can you tell us a little bit about this new method of evangelization that you have going on in the diocese?
3: Yeah, so one thing that for a long time that our bishops, uh, like many other bishops, but our bishops here in Sioux Falls uh, have been have been passionate about is um Helping lay people in particular, but really all the faithful, lay religious, and ordained um, come to a deeper grasp of of a few things first of all, um, how to pray in a relational way, um, how to have a conversation with the Lord. I as a cradle Catholic grew up uh, I, I I was taught prayers um, at home and at my parish. Um, I learned those prayers. But I realized that for a long time I knew how to say them, but I didn't know how to pray those prayers. In other words, like, I'm actually, when I'm saying the Our Father or the Hail Mary, I'm actually having a conversation with God. And even more, I didn't know how to just Without those memorized prayers, have a conversation with God to talk to Him the way that I would talk to a trusted friend. So, School of Missionary Discipleship is first and foremost about laying that foundation of relational prayer, talking to God the way I would talk to a trusted friend. Uh, and then the other, some of the other aspects of it are maybe common, but we're trying to really do a, a deep dive into things like um, an overview of salvation history through scripture and church teaching. Um, a deep dive into the teachings of the, Cate- of, of the of the church as summarized in the Catechism of the Catholic Church. These things aren't new, but we're really trying to offer them in um, a concerted and focused way for uh, the, the faithful, lay, ordained, and religious in our diocese, but indeed, not other dioceses definitely other dioceses in our region, but frankly around the world. So, using online technologies to facilitate this deeper engagement, deeper formation in what it means to be a missionary disciple.
2: Wow, that that sounds exciting.
3: That does sound exciting. I was uh, going to say, you
1: know, just backing up a, a bit, and and Chrissy said, you know, what does that look like for uh, Layman? I think that conversation coming out of. Uh, I was just reading a, a document that was talking about. Um, this, or uh, I maybe mean, it was a conversation we were having about some of the Vatican the documents that coming out of Vatican II, and talking about like they were really trying to struggle with like putting into positive terms what does it mean to be the laity and what does it mean to to live out your faith? It was always sort of like, well, you're not the priest and you're not a mm-hmm. religious. Um, and, that, and that Pope Benedict in particular was, he wasn't Pope at the time, obviously, but uh, Ratzinger was trying to figure out and encourage, and they were having these conversations about how do we put in positive terms, what does it mean to be lay faithful? What does that mean to live out your faith in the world in a particular yeah. way? And so this is, like you said, not a new conversation, but it's something we're still trying to grasp.
3: Absolutely. Right? I mean, I, I, yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. So to to your point right there, Jacques. A lot of times with different groups, when I'm giving talks or having conversations with people, I'll say okay define define what what a lay person is the, the laity define that for me, and they'll they'll, they'll say uh, as you just just jock uh, you knowing where this is going, but it's well, we're not the religious, we're not your ordained. okay, now define the laity without using not or isn't or art. Uh, and it's really funny for for, to, for them to realize, I don't know how to express in quote-unquote positive terms what the lay people are. And yeah, absolutely, Vatican II, and even before that, um, one of my favorite quotes from Pope Pius Twelfth run something like this, and it's, it's cited by John Paul II in one of his documents, uh, the lay faithful are, the, are those who live on the front lines of the Church's mission in the world. Mm-hmm. So we're engaged in that spiritual battle, that spiritual combat, the work of evangelization, of, 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 of missionary activity um, on the front lines in a unique way, in a way that the religious and the ordained, are, they have their place, their role to play in that battle as well, that work as well but we have a unique uh, role on the front lines, or as I oftentimes say, sometimes kind of sneaky behind enemy lines, because as Vatican just says, the laity um, are the leaven of the world from within. That's, mm-hmm. that's one of the things that differentiates us from the other states of life within the Church. We're living in the world in a particular way, and we're called to be eleven within the world in that way.
1: Beautiful. We are going to talk more about the uh, School of Missionary Discipleship. We're going to take a quick break, and, uh, and we want to hear more about what's, what's coming up out of the Diocese of Sioux Falls and, and how people can get connected. So don't go anywhere. If, uh, if you need a warm coffee, you've got two minutes. We're going to take a little bit of a break and, uh, and uh, join us more with uh, Dr. Chris Bergwald from Diocese of Sioux Falls as we come back on Real Presence Live.
0: This is Real Presence Live, where the focus is not on the evil around us, but on conversion and mercy through the good news that is always good. We're local, engaging, and live on the Real Presence Radio Network. Did you know you can listen to Real Presence Live anytime on any podcast platform? Just search for Real Presence Radio on platforms such as Spotify, Apple Music, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, and on the Real Presence Radio website and subscribe so you don't miss any future shows. If you like what you hear, give us a good rating so other people can find us as well. Real Presence Radio, your family of faith and hope. Spirito
2: for Catholic Way Bible study in today's political and cultural landscape, it can be difficult to argue that there is an objective truth because in today's age, feelings and desires rule. In a word, sentimentality prevails. because sentimentality prevails, we applaud grossly immoral behavior in the name of fairness. We cannot reason through issues because we wouldn't want to be mean. But Christ wants more for us than to be subject to sentimentality. He wants us to use our unique human reason to reach the truth about our world and the next. John 8.32 says, Then you will know the truth, and the truth will set you free.
3: Catholic Way Bible Study. Peace, power, purpose. Find out more at cwbs.org.
0: You're listening to Real Presence Live. Now, back to more inspirational and uplifting stories and a look at the extraordinary things happening in our local area. Heard right here on the RPR Network.
1: Welcome back to Real Presence Live. I'm Jacques Daniel here with Sister Sarah.
2: Cowell. S-C-T-J-M.
1: We just <laughs> <laughs> Cowell, S C T J M. Here uh, at the Chancery offices for Diceys of Rapid City. We're having this conversation in the break about whether it's... I keep saying kowal, but she says Kowl and so I feel like I'm, I'm mispronouncing your name. But you said I may be pronouncing it correct.
2: Yeah, I, I accept both. I, <laughs> <laughs> I grew I'll up saying yep. kowal, but it's Polish, shortened from kowalczyk, so kowal is actually more appropriate and mm-hmm. authentic pronunciation.
3: Don't Ws become Vs, though? They do, so
2: uh, it should be kowalczyk. Kowalczyk. Yes.
1: We're here with Dr. Chris Bergwald from the Diocese <laughs> of Sioux Falls. We've been talking about missionary discipleship and uh, an exciting thing that's happening, a uh, school of missionary discipleship here in the Diocese of Sioux Falls. And looking at uh, the website, it looks like you're about to start a new co- cohort. And yep. so maybe tell us a little bit about that. What, Why a cohort um, and what is what's unique about the program that you guys are starting?
3: Yeah, so um that's a great question, Jacques. Thanks for asking it. So uh we were talking a little bit before the break, so the the basic uh elements of what School of Machinery has to offer, a focus on prayer, uh overview of salvation history, a deep dive into the Catholic in the Catholic Church. And again, those are not like three brand new things. We haven't invented something completely new that nobody's ever done before. Lots of people have done this. Uh, and they see the Church, lots of people are doing it today. I think uh, what differentiates this um, is we're trying to do it in, in a real methodical way of starting by, in in the first... Uh, year, and frankly, it's just twelve weeks by laying that foundation of how do I grow in relational prayer? and then building on that. I mean, there are a lot of things that are out there, uh, all sorts of incredible reasons. we're blessed to live in a time uh, where there's an abundance of resources on prayer catechism scripture church history and so on and we're just trying to sort of put it together in a bit of a systematic and methodical way so that if somebody wants to they could go through um in this case a, a three-year process if they want to do the whole thing um and and have come up the other side having received a deep formation in what it means to be a missionary disciple again whether they're lay religious or, or ordained um that's what we desire to desire to do with School of Missionary Discipleship by starting off with relational prayer, just in an initial 12 weeks or so, and then some follow-up in the fall, and then year two, Salvation History, for those who desire it, and year three for um, for, for Catechism like at Church. But that kind of gets to so why a cohort's and, and another thing to me that really differentiates School of Missionary Discipleship, part of this is, so there's videos and so on, but, but a big part of what we've learned with other similar initiatives that we've done is the value and the importance of being able to talk with other participants who are going through the school um, about what's striking them and what difference it's making in their own life. So part of what School of Missionary Discipleship entails is a weekly Zoom call um, with everybody else in the school. Uh, and it starts off but with the, the host answering questions that people have submitted about that week's content, uh, just about half an hour of, of uh, answering questions, and then half an hour of going into small groups online with technology these days. We, we have the ability to do this. Um, and, and so it's consistent small groups from week to week where you're able to get, get to know other people, and they might be from your parish, uh, or they might be from elsewhere in your diocese or elsewhere in the world, frankly. But to go through and talk again with each other, but this is what really struck me. Uh, this is what difference I see this making in my life. And that right there uh, I found to be crucial in my own life, but just in my work in our diocese, to help sort of deepen... Um, the application of content. It's one thing to read or to watch a video, but it's another thing for that to go from my head, from my mind, my intellect, into my heart and throughout my being. And that's what, in order to be a missionary disciple, that has to happen. This content comes in, but it has to pervade all of my being. And having those those sorts of discussions and and sort of Bearing witness to the difference that these truths are making in my life really, really is to me a key component of, of formation as missionary disciples, and it's something that we really baked into school of missionary discipleship. From the frankly, before we even started the program, that was part of what we'd already been doing, and it needed to be part of school of missionary discipleship as well. Beautiful. I love the, the you kind of ha- I'm assuming this
1: is the title for year one. It's uh, it is as listed as the title on the website for year one um, fall in love, stay in love, let love make all the difference. Why, why start with prayer? And what is this title? What is that oriented, orient, orienting us to?
3: Yeah. So I think it's just, you know, the, the reality that we heard about in the, the readings, um, especially during the Christmas season. But again, this is part of what we've always said, St. John's first letter, not his gospel, but his first letter, God is love. Um, and, and, and what does that mean? It means he, in his nature, three divine persons, one nature, he is an, eter- uh, an eternal community of persons who share, literally, life with each other, and then he desires that relationship with me. He wants to draw me into the midst of that triune relationship that makes him God. He wants to have the creator of the universe— uh, the Son of God who died on the cross for me, the Holy Spirit who sustains everything, uh, God wants to have a relationship with me. So in order for everything else to make any sense, it has to start with me really growing in my ability to relate with God uh, in a real way and on a regular basis. So, fall in love, stay in love, let love make all the difference. How can I grow in a real relationship of of love with my God, who is Father, Son, and Holy Spirit? Because all the great content in the world um, will only go as far as my prayer takes me. Um, I I know scripture scholars who are atheists, as strange as that sounds, um, they're not believers, but they know at one level the intricacies of the Bible— but, mm-hmm. but the Lord gave us scripture, just to use that as an example, as a love letter to, to reveal himself to us and us to ourselves. And we're only going to be able to unlock that, that reality to the degree to which we are in a relationship with him. So that's why we start off with prayer and, and the ambit of prayer, the sense of prayer being focused on the relationship of love, of love with the Lord himself.
2: Amen. Chris, tell us, as we're wrapping up here, is this a school just for the Diocese of Sioux Falls, or is it open to people in other dioceses, and, and where can listeners find more information and register?
3: Yeah, great, great. So uh, it would be important to answer that, those questions. Um, the website is sfcatholic.org slash SMD, so Sioux Falls, sfcatholic.org org slash smd as in school of missionary discipleship and, and it's open to everyone um our first cohort we had people participating internationally it was an international school of missionary discipleship wow. let alone people from other dioceses here in our country in our region so anybody who's intrigued by this go to sfcatholic.org slash smd you can find out more and we still have a couple weeks for folks if they want to register and join this this Next cohort that we're starting out, we're starting every couple of years uh, because of that small group reality. Uh, we want to just we, we can't just offer it ad hoc. It's every couple of years, and and now is a great opportunity for folks to dive in.
1: Thank you, Dr. Chris. Thank you so much. We're gonna uh, get a little bit of preview of the
0: next show, and we'll come back in just a second. On the next Real Presence Live, Thursday from 9 to 11 a.m. Central, your hosts will be Father James Gross and Father Jason Leffer coming to you live from Grand Forks, North Dakota. Their guests will include Catholic commentator Eric Sammons, who will discuss when we should shake the dust from our feet and stop evangelizing, and then Todd Morgan from Grand Forks will discuss his conversion story. All this and more is coming to you on the next Real Presence Live, Thursday from 9 to 11 a.m. Central. Back to you.
1: Fantastic. Well, thank you, Dr. Chris, for joining us, Uh, Sister Sarah. It's been a full morning. We've had all sorts of uh, exciting topics this morning, moving from the the liturgy, the Eucharist, uh, with
2: uh, right into politics,
1: right into politics, (laughs) living out, flowing from that. I uh, really feel like we're moving through the catechism here.
2: Very much, actually, it's really beautiful, <clears throat> right? The, the the basis of the Christian life is Eucharist and right right worship, and that should impel us right into the into the public square and to be the missionary disciples that we are called to be by Christ. And so, in many ways, it was very you're right. It was very theological, very catechetical movement within our show today. <laughs>
1: well and uh, and we were able to highlight which is i think a, a good thing again um all of the things that the guests talked about real prisons radio banquet um you know, some beautiful things about bells and things going on in west fargo and uh the brick by brick uh conference is coming up in the diocese of rapid city the great work of the south dakota catholic conference uh dr chris's work here in the diocese of sioux falls in the school of missionary discipleship and all those things you can uh re-listen to our podcast i'm sure on the real presence radio website and uh and learn more about some amazing things that are happening in the listening area for real presence radio and and mm-hmm. uh yeah i'm excited there's just amazing things going on there's, it really we, is we could talk, we could probably talk all day
2: about all the good things going on <laughs> in south dakota and beyond and all of our listening area minnesota north dakota
1: mm-hmm. even in, even in sioux falls
2: even in sioux falls there's good stuff going on
1: Oh well thank you very much thanks again it's been a joy uh ch- chatting this morning and uh we're excited please uh visit those visit those places and learn more about those events coming up join um, Dr. Chris Bergwald in the School of Missionary Discipleship join Diocese of Rapid City Pastoral Ministries for uh, Refuel, for Brick by Brick all sorts of amazing events and things coming up God bless you, enjoy the rest of your day stay warm, stay holy and
2: we'll, we'll see catch, you soon
0: catch you next time